0: Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan.
1: And you're listening to Your Angry, Angry Neighborhood, Neighborhood feminist. feminist. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives. I almost, I don't know what I was about to say. Not perspectives. It came out. came out. Perspectives. Um, I didn't
2: even hear that. I, perspectives. I, I, like, I was
1: like going to say something with an F for some reason.
2: I don't our know. Our own feminist. Focal points. I don't know. I was trying to think. Sure. Is enough? <laughs> kind of works, right? <laughs> no, it doesn't work at all. Um,
1: okay. Well, welcome to a new edition of What's in the News. What do you have this week? Do you have, like... You have the Amazon fires, don't you? Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. that, and then I have something happy. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Neither of mine are particularly happy, although one is quite ridiculous, but we will start with the fires in yes. the Brazilian rainforest, shall yes. we? Yes. So, there are fires burning in the Amazon rainforest, and it's at one of the fastest paces in years. Yeah. You can actually see the fires from space. Yeah. The National Institute for Space Research, it monitors uh, fires using satellite images, and it reported on Wednesday that it had detected 39,194 fires this year in the world's largest uh, rainforest. Yeah, in the
2: past month, it's been like 36,000, and... Within the last week, it was
1: 9,500. It's a 77% increase yeah. from this same period last year. Yeah. 77%, which yeah. is bananas. It's
2: crazy. Well, and the thing is, is that like, the farmers and loggers that work on the land in Brazil there are actually usually encouraged to like set it on fire to like get well they're rid clearing of their crop. they're, they're like, clearing clear the it. land yeah which is
1: how these fires started this is yeah. not a wildfire wildfires don't typically occur in the rainforest I'm guessing because of like the amount of moisture yeah so um it's it's not a naturally occurring fire it most likely occurred because of farmers trying to clear their land which is yeah. a pretty standard practice. Right. However, I think in the past, uh, former like presidents in that country have stopped that for yeah. fear of this happening. But this new
2: guy, this yes. he is this like far right pro-business president. I'm going to say his name wrong, I apologize. Jair Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro. Yeah. Bolsonaro. He is he's encouraging farmers to do this to clear their land with fire. But, right.
1: And recently, whenever he came under fire, no pun intended, for... Having encouraged people to do this, or rather than encouraging them, basically, he just removed everything stopping it from yeah, happening. Yeah. Um, he's not listening to any climate researchers that are saying that this right. is a bad idea. And he was just like, eh, fuck it. I'm going to let it happen. And um, instead of taking responsibility for that, he's instead come back and said, it's my enemies who are setting these fires to make me look yeah, bad. Yeah. He's, he's creating
2: like a conspiracy that he's trying to get people on board with. Um, and because he's failed to abide by like the Paris Climate Accords, Germany and Norway have cut off tens of millions of dollars in aid. So, that's
1: crazy. So, researchers, environmentalists, and former government officials have been alarmed by the destruction of the Amazon rainforest because it is one of the world's most important natural resources. It plays a vital role in absorbing carbon dioxide as global warming advances. So, as global warming gets worse and worse, the more we actually need the rainforest. So, it's a very, very... To be
2: absorbing all that carbon dioxide. well, And it releases oxygen as well. Yes,
1: and so it's a very, very, very bad time for the rainforest to be burning at such an alarming rate.
2: Yeah, it says that the Amazon itself is responsible for consuming a quarter of 2.4 billion metric tons of carbon that forests around the world remove from the atmosphere every year. A decimated Amazon would make it extremely difficult to meet the goal of keeping worldwide warming below 3.6 degrees. It's also really affecting it's indigenous people about 1 million indigenous people live in the amazon and now their homes are under threat the fires are ruining ruining crops animals and river systems that they rely on to survive the fires are also releasing toxic gases such as carbon monoxide and sending many to the hospital for respiratory issues and their president is basically saying like we're not equipped to put out these fires but we don't want your help kind of thing he said that, like, because people have offered to make certain donations and things like that. It's really bizarre.
1: That. It's it's super bizarre. Yeah. Is it a pride thing, do you I, think? I mean, it probably is, but someone for someone to be so prideful that they can't put their pride aside for something that is literally endangering the entire planet. But, I mean, th- when you look at this guy's record... It's very clear that he does not believe that climate change is an issue. That's what, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I don't think he thinks of it as, like, this
2: is destroying our whole planet. I don't but think we, that he...
1: we learned, I mean, even if you want to look at it in the most, like, elementary of terms. Like, uh-huh. we learned about this in elementary school. Yeah. That, you know, trees produce oxygen and the Amazon rainforest, because it's so vast. Yeah. That it does supply... Our world with oxygen, yeah. Like so, on the very like the most basic of levels, right? But then he would have to,
2: he would have to admit that then he made a mistake
1: by enforcing. But he's not burning, and so I'm kind of like, if you are blaming this on your enemies anyway, then what's the harm? to your ego in putting out these fires wouldn't you want to put the fires he's out he's saying
2: that, that brazil is not equipped to do it themselves right but
1: wouldn't you want to get somebody to help you put them out if your enemy set a fire yeah wouldn't you want You'd to put get them your out allies. yeah by yeah, like any quote means quote necessary quote. i mean he knows that that's not the case but if yeah. that's the like if, if that's, that's the, the story you're sticking to yeah.
2: yeah oh man yeah the I, amazon is home to 30% of the world's plant and animal species according to some estimates and fires are a threat to the region's biodiversity like it is Insane. It is so sad. There are so many people affected by this. There's plants. There's animals. So many, so many living things are affected by this fire. And it's just going to continue to, like, you know, spread across the world. I mean, not necessarily the fires, but, like, it's repercussions. Yeah. It's going to spread a- and Absolutely.
1: Spread. I mean, even if the fires were put out right now, the damage is so it's, vast yeah. at this point Um, that we are going to feel repercussions from that. And unfortunately, not to end this on, like, a bummer note, but there was a professor at the University of Sao Paulo, Dr. Barbosa, who said, in reality, all the signs suggest that it will get worse. There is nothing on the horizon that gives us the tiniest bit of hope something will be done to protect the environment in the next four years. Yeah. So, uh, very likely, the situation there is not going to get better. No. Uh, It's going to continually um, get worse, which is really fucking scary for (sighs) us. Every time I'm starting to feel optimistic about the future, I hear something like this, and I'm like, we're doomed. Yeah. I mean, and I don't want to put it in those terms, but that is how it feels. Yeah. Like and I understand I shouldn't be so like nihilistic, pessimistic, et cetera. But it does feel that way sometimes, yeah, because it's like even if things get better, even if we elect the most progressive next president of the United States and like yeah. things move in a more positive direction in that way, and we start making changes, positive changes, yeah. The They're planet's still, so, still trying to kill us. There's still so. so
2: much else, exactly. And I
1: mean, I, you know, we just
2: talked about a couple of weeks ago about Ethiopia planting all those trees, and it's like, we were so excited about it and talked about the importance of growing trees and everything right. like that to see all of this happening it's like there's one bit of good that happened and now there's this huge yeah. bad thing
1: happening it's, it feels and I, like one step forward two steps back yeah and yeah. i just i really feel
2: for the the people the indigenous people that live there i mean i just think of like when we were experiencing like the malibu fires last year and all of the homes that were destroyed and the people you know not knowing what to do i just think of it and like, and the indig- indigenous people are not treated the same as like the rest of the country. Well,
1: and even it's not even talked about that much. Like, it's really right. It's, it's, it's really not. Sad. In fact, the article I read, which I guess I'll say now, all of my information came from the New York Times this week. And the article that I read, when they did focus on people being affected, what they focused on is, and this is also scary, that the fires are so vast that they have moved, they are moving towards, like, large populations, like Sao yeah. Paulo. It's not in Sao Paulo yet, but there are pictures that have been taken yeah. um, where you the sky is black. It's black. Back. Um, because of At like these three fires. 3 in the afternoon. So, I mean, we know living in a place where wildfires occur quite often. Right. Um, we know what that does. I mean, here in L.A., people don't leave their houses, like, yeah. because the air quality is bad. And also, there's a huge class disparity in Brazil. Very. And so, even when you're in the cities, there are so many, like, low-income, you know, people um, who probably can't afford to not go outside, not work, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. And are probably being very affected They're by being this. put
2: in really horrible situations. Yeah. I got most of my information from slatecom mm-hmm. And they did talk about the people a little bit, but I would like to know more about what's being done to protect the indigenous people who are being harmed, what's being done. Probably not a lot. I know! <laughs> I just, I, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, it's oh, a bummer. and I did, I took a couple screenshots, before I forget, of things that we can do it says, this is from FastCompany.com. It says, protect an acre of rainforest through the Rainforest Action Network. Help buy land in the rainforest through the Rainforest Trust. Support the rainforest indigenous populations with Amazon Watch. Which, everything that I'm saying Amazon is making, especially Amazon Watch.
1: Is making, I know, you're like, am like, I like giving like, money to Jeff Bezos right yeah, now?
2: Uh, Max saw this like meme today where it's like, the man who could... And all the wildfires, and it was a picture of Jeff Bezos, and I was like, ooh.
1: (laughs) I saw one that was just like, the wrong Amazon is burning, the wrong ice is melting. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Let's see. Reduce your
2: paper and wood consumption or buy rainforest-safe products through the Rainforest Alliance. Support arts, sciences, and other projects that raise awareness about the Amazon through the Amazon Aid Foundation help protect animals living in the jungle with WWF, reduce your beef consumption. Rainforest beef is typically found in fast food hamburgers or processed beef products. Make your voice heard by signing a petition. If you're in a position to help protect the rainforest on a macro scale, foreign policy argues that one of the most powerful tools for protecting the region is to work with businesses rather than against them. This is particularly effective in In the beef industry, because as foreign policy notes, domestic meat producers in Brazil work with international companies that are, quote, committed to zero carbon standards in principle and are more susceptible to public outcry than Bolsonaro. They suggest that trade distribution and financing deals that are dependent on protecting the rainforest and sustainability can be a boon to the planet and to Brazilians who depend on the rainforest for their livelihood. So those were a lot of things that like I, especially when it came to like beef consumption And that, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you know, community or whatever you want to call it, corporation, business. Yeah,
1: I mean, the more Um, I hear about the way that, like, the meat industry impacts our environment, the more I feel like, oh, God, I really need to cut down on my meat consumption, actually. Like, I think I'm going to need to do that. Um, I know it's
2: hard for me because, like, I've always been someone who needs a lot of protein. (laughs) And I know there's a lot of different ways to get protein, but it's also, like... I don't like
1: some of those ways. You know what I mean? I know. I mean I know it's hard. It's like it's gonna be a thing I think eventually I'm going to have to cave on principle just because I'm I'm starting to feel like Yeah, I don't <laughs> eat a lot
2: of meat actually. Like I'll eat meat for dinner, but a lot of times I eat a lot of like other foods. I'm a carb gal,
1: you know what I'm saying? I do know. Carbs I'm a carb are great. gal. Um, okay, so Jumping into our next story here. Yes. And this one, I feel like, is kind of a middle of the rotor as far as being, like... Good. A good transition. I mean, it's ridiculous. Okay. And something that we can definitely kind of laugh about. But it's also, like...
2: uh, it's yeah. so
1: upsetting, because this is our reality. I want to know what it um, is. And did you hear that Trump wants to buy Greenland? I sure did. Like a fucking idiot? <laughs> I what sure a did a fucking hear this. idiot. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And he called a, he Who did he call nasty? The... The um, Prime Minister of Denmark. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so this information I got from NPR and AP uh, News, the Associated Press. So... President Trump on Sunday confirmed that his administration has discussed buying Greenland from Denmark comparing the idea to quote a large real estate deal and oh suggesting God. the island would be a strategic value to the United States. Yeah. Speaking to reporters the president confirmed reports that first appeared on Thursday in the Wall Street Journal yeah. that he had asked administration officials to look into the possibility of purchasing the self-governing Danish uh, territory. Denmark's Prime Minister I don't know how to say her name, Met or Mette, M-E-T-T-E, Fredriksen, who was on a visit to Greenland on Sunday, responded to Trump's remarks by saying emphatically that Greenland is not for sale. <laughs> she said, Greenland is not Danish. Greenland belongs to Greenland. And then she said, I strongly hope that this is not meant to be taken seriously. She also said that the idea of selling Greenland to the United States was an absurd idea. Yeah. And it is those remarks that set Trump off, got him oh, yeah. in his feelings. Well,
2: it's a it's a woman also who's like putting him in his place. Right. Like, you know he doesn't like that.
1: No, and we know that he loves to use the word nasty when we talking do. about women. So um, nasty. So the reason why this is even a discussion is because retreating ice could uncover potential oil and mineral resources in Greenland. Of
2: course.
1: And so if it was successfully tapped, it could... It could be very, very profitable. Right. However, we don't even know for sure if it's under there. And it's it's not under there. Like, don't... mm. Right, but I mean...
2: It's not for us to
1: take. He's an idiot. Oh, clearly. But he is probably functioning off of this, like, old-timey mindset where Mm -hmm. you could just, like buy territories, which yeah. is just not the way things work anymore. Yeah. You can't do that. Like,
2: but they should.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I would like to buy this place and all its peoples, please. It's like, no, <laughs> that's not how things work anymore. Everyone in Greenland is like, Fuck no! No, we don't want any part of you. So he threw a fucking temper tantrum yes, because he, did. he was supposed to go to Denmark. And by the way, Denmark is a huge ally of the United States. Yeah. So this is where it becomes like because uh, initially, you know, the New York Times headline was like it started off like an Onion article headline, and it did like yeah. Trump wants to buy a nation. Yeah. You that's know, what,
2: like I think Max showed me an article that was kind of like an right, Onion article. which it yeah. feels
1: ridiculous. Yeah. But it becomes. More of an issue because Denmark is an ally of ours. Yeah. And, you know, they're part of NATO and we really cannot be, like, fucking up relationships because your feelings got hurt because... Some person said what everybody was thinking yeah. that this was an absurd idea.
2: Yeah, well, you know, Trump loves to make friends with our enemies and make enemies of our allies. You know, that's just his way. Yeah,
1: so he canceled his trip to Denmark um, because the quote, nasty prime minister wasn't very nice. <laughs> and this is what he said. And this, it's, I mean, it sounds like a fucking two year old. Denmark, I looked forward to going, but I thought that the Prime Minister's statement that it was absurd, that it was an absurd idea, was nasty. I thought it was inappro I thought it was an inappropriate statement. All she had to do was say no, we wouldn't be interested. We can't treat the United States of America the way they treated us under President Obama, which what? doesn't even make sense. What does, does that mean? He means they can't treat us the way that the, that other countries did under President Obama? Like, he's not going to be insulted? I think is what he's saying, but... Oh, like Obama let people insult him? I think that's what he's saying, but he said we can't treat the United States, which I'm like, okay... Then he goes on to say, I thought it was a not nice way of saying something. They could have said no. It was a not nice way. Um, several Danish <laughs> that's officials... That's not nice. That's not nice. Several Danish officials have spoken out against President Trump's apparent interest in purchasing Greenland, but he seems to be particularly bothered by Prime Minister Frederickson's response. Of course, because she's a lady... That the idea of purchasing the country was absurd, a word Trump would later call terrible and. Not a nice statement.
2: The he, word absurd. Yeah,
1: that it was not nice. And then he said <laughs> <That's> that absurd. <laughs> he said that she was blowing off the United States, which is n- not. No. That was an absurd thing to say. Yeah. I'm sorry, it hurt your fucking feelings. And he's
2: like, and he's speaking on behalf of like the United States. He's like, you're blowing off the, the United, United States. States. No. No, no, no. She's saying the thing that you in particular are trying to do. The Mr. rest of Donald us think Trump, you're dumb as
1: shit. St- like, you know stupid. what I mean? Yeah. And. I also think that this goes to show how coddled this man is oh, yeah. in his day to day life. He's by surrounded the, by yes, men. by the people around yeah, him. Yeah, because yeah. if he thinks absurd is a harsh <laughs> statement, it's like no one is ever giving you the truth, fucking ever, at any and time. And he needs
2: to look at the language he's used. Because, oh, my uh, God, yeah. yeah. What you say is very not nice, sir. No, not, not nice. kind. Not, not kind. Not nice, not kind. Well, I'm going to go to something nice and happy. You're oh, ready to wonderful. Go to yeah, let's go to Happyville. We're going to talk about puppies. Oh, puppies. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Can you just do like a little fingertip clap? Yeah. yeah. So excited. Okay. So have you heard that with the new Disney Plus streaming service, they are doing a Lady in the Tramp live action?
1: I did see that.
2: You I, saw and, that. I'm
1: sure you did. I have heard this this story and I will say when I first heard they were doing a Disney um, Lady and the Tramp live action. I was like, this feels unnecessary. Oh,
2: very. I think a lot of them are <laughs> unnecessary, to be honest. I'm kind of sick of it. Yeah. But
1: I love But I this love story this. is heartwarming, yes. Yes.
2: I don't care to see it. I think enough with the freaking live actions. If I, I watched hearing it, about them, but I don't think I'm going to see them. If I
1: watched it, it would only be for this purpose because yes. of this right here. So, the adorable
2: dog playing Tramp in The Lady and the Tramp. Looks just like it, Tramp, too. Looks just like Tramp. He is a two-year-old rescue dog who oh. was sent from a municipal shelter in New Mexico to Phoenix's Halo Animal Rescue in I'm, like, April gonna 2018. i to cry. I know. His name is Monty. Oh, Monty. Monty was scouted by a group of Hollywood animal trainers, the woman at Halo Animal Rescue said. And one of them adopted him. Isn't that so sweet? sweet? And now he's a movie star. It's like a star is
1: born. It is, but for pups. But for a puppy, and hopefully with a happier ending.
2: Yes. Uh, it says, the voice of Tramp will be done by Justin Thoreau, and the dog's co-star is a Cocker Spaniel named Rose. And I
1: fucking love Cocker Spaniels. I
2: had a Cocker Spaniel Their furry
1: up. ears are so cute.
2: My dog, Nellie, the Cocker Spaniel, saved my life when I was little. I was in a little red wagon, and my mom was pulling me down this, like, back road at my cabin, and this dog came out and started running toward the wagon, and Nellie jumped in front of me. I was, like, I was probably, like, maybe one or two years old, like, really young. Jumped in front of me and got the brunt of it. Got all torn oh, up. Yeah, baby. Yeah, totally saved my life. And then my mom went to the people who lived in the house where the dog came out. And it... What's funny is the dog's name was Lady.
1: Oh. Oh, Lady would never do that. Lady oh, would never do lady that. Lady fucking did. Look at my dog. Lady
2: destroyed our adorable cocker spaniel, Nellie. And what's funny is when we adopted Penny. I fucking hate people like that. The name that Penny was given by the Foster family was Nellie.
1: Oh, so cute. So I'm like, oh, it's a
2: sign. So, yes, his co-star is a cocker spaniel named Rose. And she is beautiful. And Disney has stated that all of the rescue dogs used in the film have now been adopted to <gasps> loving homes. Aww. I, what an amazing way. I feel like whenever there's movies involving dogs that are happy, like we, Max and I were looking for a movie to watch last night. and It was like, A Dog's Journey, A Dog's Way Home, A Dog's Blah, Blah, Blah. We're like, uh, Penny watches movies. Like, remember when I told yeah. you about that when he was watching something where the dog had to get killed and Penny started like crying? Yeah. Like, we can't watch that shit in our house. And, but like, whenever there's like a positive, like, doggy movie, I feel like it encourages people to like, Rescue. You know what I mean? When yes. you hear stories like this, it shows like the really beautiful, positive side of rescuing this dog who's like, just, she's just, he's this
1: adorable mutt. You and know what I well mean? played on Disney's yeah. part oh, because, very smart. Because honestly, seriously, I was like, I'm not seeing this fucking movie. And yeah. then they do this, and I'm like, <laughs> maybe I'll see it because you want to see the rescue pup. Oh, these doggies got adopted. I maybe know. I'll watch it. And like
2: because it's like because you know this little dog's backstory that like it was just kind of like pushed aside mm-hmm. and got, went from you know New Mexico to Phoenix in these shelters and was like just this sweet little angel. So that th- he loves giving big sloppy kisses, I love loves him. cuddling with the people in the shelter. And, you know, they, they were wrote me looking in. for a
1: dog, and they were like, this dog looks like Tramp. It was bought by a trainer, and
2: look at look at him now.
1: They roped me in. Yeah, they, <sighs> they sold me. Did you ever watch Homeward Bound? Yes. Ugh, oh, my God. I was obsessed <sighs> when I was a kid. <sighs> me. Obsessed. It was so good. The
2: kitten. So cute. I remember okay, didn't the kitten like get stuck by like porcupine needles at some point? It did, yeah.
1: That's an image that stuck in the, the brain. Yeah, the cat got stuck by porcupine needles. It got like caught up in the water. Uh-huh. You're like, oh no, and then it got saved by the dog. Yeah. Oh my god, amazing. I love that movie. I, it's time for a rewatch of Homeward yeah. Bound. I used to love Airbud, the original. When I was little, too. And I saw one of those in theaters. One of the like, either it was the first one or I, the
2: first one was the basketball
1: one. Yeah,
2: and that was why I that's named, the one I saw. And that's why I named my dog Buddy. Aww, that? Buddy. cute.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, I think man, that's... we're like
2: really getting snappy with these mini episodes. I'm I know. That, we really I'm are. Mad at it. Do you remember
1: when we used to struggle to like stay under 30? Yes. Well, because we would
2: we would both have like three things to talk about where now I have learned that like, both of us
1: do two now and it's, we like...
2: do two and we kind of figure out what we're going to do and then it's perfect. And lately we both had very like our first horrible thing is the same thing. So, yeah, I want to say that
1: I'm still in a sweatshirt right now. I, I'm amazed it. Well, it's been weirdly mild outside. Like what? Today was You're mild, kidding, right? OK, maybe today was good. But yesterday, no, yesterday was hot. Was but, awful. but today was like 85 degrees. Like it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It
2: felt really it felt really hot in my apartment today, even with the AC on. I took a nap, and I was still, like, really hot. And then um, Max and I changed... Oh, I shouldn't say Max and I, because I didn't really do any of the work. I brought the tools. That was it. He fixed my headlights in my car. Nice. And that was hot, and we both got bit by mosquitoes. Poor guy. Oh, was, my like, God. All over, my, all over his legs, and I've got, like, three of them.
1: Yesterday? Okay, I'll tell this story, and then we'll... Wha- we'll wrap we'll it up. Wrap it up. I know. I'm, like, <laughs> tripping over my words. Seriously. What the fuck? Um, yesterday, I was outside. I stood outside my apartment... For half an hour. I'm not even what? kidding. Oh, be- I saw this on Facebook. There was a giant fucking spider. I he took a video, a- I'll show it to you. Grow
2: up. It kill was a spider. Huge.
1: It I, was huge man.
2: Bugs don't freak me out. I'll just take my shoe and smash it. I've killed some huge bugs well, in my But day. here's the
1: thing, I'm always I have like I'm conflicted about spiders because generally if it's a small spider, I still don't like to do it, but I'll ask Anthony to, like, take it outside. Like, I'm like, because they're right. good. They're good, right? But this thing was, with its legs, it was about the size of a quarter. Like, its legs went out, and its was body. Was its body the size of a quarter? No, 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 no. Its again. its body was smaller than that. It was still huge. I don't care, Madigan. All right, next time I'll call you, and you can come kill it. I fucking will. Because I did kill it, and I don't like to do that. Like, I, I would rather not kill a spider. Of course. But I was, like, literally, I was, like, it's getting dark. But you don't
2: want to get close to it. I don't want to
1: get close to it. I was, like, just waiting for it to, like, move. But it was starting to get dark outside. And I was, like, I don't want to be stuck out here in the dark with this thing. Like, I have to go inside. So I Where was it it. positioned on the door? So it was, like, in the middle of the door. You could have opened your door. It wouldn't have come inside. I did not want to risk that. Okay. I did not want to risk it jumping into my house.
2: Yeah, Hicks would have attacked that shit. Fast. And I could hear Hicks on the other
1: side of the door, like, meowing mom, for me to come mom. inside. And so I was like, I have to kill this thing. Yeah. So I crushed, I kicked it with my shoe. I crushed it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but it was very scary. It was. Horrifying. I mean, maybe maybe I
2: would have a different reaction in the moment, but I've definitely in my old apartment we had this cockroach that was literally the size of my thumb in length, and it was super thick. And I sprayed it with Lysol, and then just took a shoe to it.
1: Yeah, I don't like. Them. I mean, it's gross. It is gross, but it's not that bad. I'm gonna post this picture. Do it. Yeah, we're gonna have a poll. <laughs> Trigger warning. Spider picture See, coming.
2: For me, it's rodents. I can't stand rodents mice rats that freaks me out you know i can i can handle
1: mice more than i can handle everybody says that but i
2: cannot i've i had had like traumatic experiences with mice in my house when i was little where i was so scared and so don't like don't like crickets don't like spiders don't like fucking grasshoppers i mean i lived alone for like how many years in la i had to kill so if i I lived alone i was like there's no one else here to Take care of the shit for me. I have to just learn to be okay with getting rid of bugs. Yeah. And I just toughened up, Keegan. Yeah. But last year I visited my friend and she had a mouse in her house. And they're like, oh yeah. It comes in every once in a while. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I could not sleep that night. That's I was just so like funny. Don't come upstairs. Don't come upstairs. We're no, come upstairs. we're opposites. Oh, like, the oh, mouse, the tails. Like, Meh, whatever.
1: Oh. There was a mouse in my first apartment when I moved to LA. Nope. I it only bothered me because it was in the it was in my um stove or is it my not my stove my uh, oven uh-uh. and so I could hear it rattling uh-uh. around oh my god like at oh. night and so I was like I can't do this I'm, I can't
2: sleep I'm like getting like the heebie-jeebies thinking about that I can't, okay if I can't you have a mouse
1: it. and you're alone I'll come over and if, if you I have, have a bug, giant spider and I'm alone you can come over
2: okay I'm glad Deal. we figured this yeah. out yeah,
1: packed, packed packed made but I never want a mouse in my house
2: okay my dog's are have a heyday Oh my god. Dorothy would actually probably be the one to get the See, mouse. See, the, the cats
1: would like to kill a spider, but Anthony gets weird about that because he's like, what if it's poisonous? Well, no, I agree. I get so it. I'm like, yeah. Same thing with rodents. Where, like, they could have diseases or whatever. Well, we
2: went off the fucking rails. Whatever. I hope you enjoyed story time. I hope you enjoyed bug and rodent minute. Alright, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any sister solidarity stories, any episode suggestions, want to just say hi... Give us an email at neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com. Get us on Instagram where it is at at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. Uh, we have a Twitter that we sometimes use at YAMF Podcast, Y A N F Y-A-N-F. Podcast. We have a Facebook business and group page. Go ahead and rate and review us on our Facebook page. We appreciate it so much. We appreciate it even more when you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, like I did for the first time last week. Shame. I know. <laughs> Deep shame. <laughs> it's like uh, Cersei in Game of Thrones. Shame! Um, what did I forget? Oh, Radio Public is a great place to listen to us. It's a free way for you to listen. Helps us out a little bit. We really appreciate it. It's super cool. That's all we have for you guys today. With all that being said,
0: we encourage you to remain on. Goodbye.